let's see how much shit I can have around me. I have a donut, I have a tapa chico, I have a coffee. Um, donut. <laughs> I got the, see, the tapa chico bottle opener is the, that's the go. This right? is, I like have this in my wallet and I like, it, it's a lifesaver. It's actually a good bottle opener to have too. <laughs> because you know if you get like the ones that you go into keyring mm-hmm. and they like break. You know what I've always hated? The people that keep them, like, they have sandals where there's a bottle opener in the bottom of them. Yeah. Those people, you stay the fuck away from. They, okay? They, you don't hang out with those people. See, that makes sense. It's like a credit card almost. Oh, yeah. Fits right in my credit. Right, fits right in my, my wallet. Yeah. And then, like, you set it down. People think it's like, oh, you got a metal credit card. It's like, no, baby. It's a bottle opener. <laughs> and then when you open up with a Tapo Chico... You take a Tapo Chico bottle open to a Tapo Chico, they're like, oh my gosh, are you like on the inside? I'm like, yes. Basically. I'm like the cartel of Tapo Chico. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get a start a cartel of Tapo Chico here in Spokane. Little do you know I have a tattoo that shows my membership of Topo Chico. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. But yeah, coffee, donuts, Topo Chico, box of donuts, and great company. How are you? How are you doing? I want to take a bite of this but i need to talk on a podcast yeah same so i'm just Uh, like hold off for now uh how are you i'm doing great i'm it's it's what is it february 3rd Uh, it's been a month since we started this mm -hmm. um i'm doing amazing i was telling you before we started that like this last month has been just insane for myself for my business uh spokast family personal things like it's just like it's never ending but it's like the most invigorated i've ever felt as a person like i'm i work i wake up and i wake up a little later because mm-hmm. i stay up late but i feel like i'm my days is full from like nine o'clock when i put the kids on the bus till the evening and i'm just non-stop working but it's the best type of non-stop working because i'm doing what i love mm-hmm. still able to get in my run daily and all my runs now like when i go running i just like I used to listen to a lot of podcasts on a run because that's my time to like to to listen to my favorite podcast. But now right. I'm like just listening to music and I just get into that zone, that mm-hmm. runner zone where like I'm on a, a runner's high and I'm like thinking about everything that I need to accomplish and everything that I'm doing. It's like a just a mindfulness run, mm-hmm. and it's just been a great month. It was my birthday month. It was your birthday month. Happy birthday to both of us. Yes. Speaking uh, of which, you've gifted me the greatest thing in the world. Can I talk on that really fast? Sure. So <laughs> like <clears throat> about, uh, you know, when this podcast initially kicked off, you know, he was like, I just purchased this new ring light mm. and it's amazing. Like, you know, it brights things up. I'm like, no, I've been hearing a lot about those things, you know, cause I'm on TikTok, you know, mindlessly yeah. scrolling. And, um, <clears throat> I come in today. I'm, pu- I'm pulling it out. Oh, do it. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon got me a ring light for my birthday. <laughs> this is the sweetest. Thank you, man. No problem. This means the world to me. Like I, I, I want you to make music, talk to people. You know, you do it all, and uh, you know, you need to. And you're so you're so beautiful. You need to. You gotta you gotta bright, brighten up that face. <laughs> Thank you. I did fuck up last night. Um, so I ate this giant burrito and I fell into a coma afterwards. Right, I fell asleep, but then I guess I scratched my face. Oh, but here's the thing: is I used to bite my nails mm. like really bad. I don't anymore. Praise. This is just a sh- show. You can stop biting your nails. I used to think it was impossible, mm. but I stopped finally. And but I think in the middle, then I just scratched my face. So either way, this ring light won't jeopardize my face. You know, with the small scratch, it doesn't matter. Thank you. Do, Thank do you, you ever do you, do you wear makeup ever? No, you know, I've never worn makeup no? not once. No. Well, when I was in theater, yes. Okay, yeah. And I'll admit, I think there was this one time um, I was going on a date 
when I was mm. like in high school and I had like a little blemish and yeah. I never, I never really break out. I didn't start breaking out until I was an adult, which is mm. weird. I was like, how come I didn't just break out when I was a teenager like everybody else? Right. Yeah. But then I started breaking out. But then I was like, John, you eat like shit. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, I was like, go back to Chipotle. I'm like, no, you need to just start <laughs> eating regular food. Right. But thank you for this, brother. Hey, no thank problem. You. I, yeah, it, it goes back to kind of what I was talking Like my, my love language is gift giving, getting gifts. I love, I love Christmas, I love birthdays. I make it all about me. I love, you know, getting the shit. Um, but I, I love giving gifts. I love people's reaction. And I, when I, I know that a, a gift is going to be meaningful. It even makes me like light up even more. Like it makes me like super proud that like, uh, I could give that to you and that you're so happy about it. Oh dude. Like, Cause there's nothing worse giving a gift to someone and they're like, uh-huh. Oh, thanks. Like, and then it's to the side. Yeah. Like, and then like you come over and it's just sitting in a corner. <laughs> you're like, damn, like I, I know you're used that. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. That's so funny. You say that because I, I like to get Cody gave me very great advice. Him and his wife, both. They mm. were like, if you really want to give a good gift, give something that has an appeal to the senses, mm. a smell, a touch, mm. a feel, a taste. And I was just like, damn, that's some OG shit. All right, bet. So mm. gifts help there. And let me just say, he has rained gifts today. <laughs> Topo, donuts, great conversation, ring light. Thank you. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. I have a question. Um, yeah. When you're running, what music do you listen to now that you said you've been playing music? Uh, I've been, I've, I've went through the, I, like I, Dawn FM, the oh weekend, d- you know, just came out this month. And mm-hmm. the other day, someone told me um it was mike barnes um okay. islam matisse he um shout out to him he mentioned that jim carrey does all the like um he jim carrey and the weekend are neighbors apparently uh-huh and jim carrey if you listen to don fm there's pieces where there's like a radio dj host that's, and that's that's jim carrey that's jim carrey yeah and i didn't know that when i was listening to it and i haven't listened to the album in full it's like, amazing and it's it's an amazing album mm-hmm. and the weekend is I, I, he's amazing. I'm so sad that he canceled the show here in Spokane. I had tickets yeah. and, but I, get I had it. tickets to the Houston event and then I moved. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. But he canceled too. Cause COVID. Oh, but good. Yeah. But, uh, I listened to that. I listened to, um, a lot of BTS. Okay. I love BTS. They um, are the K-pop. That's right. K-pop. You, I gotta tell you, I've never heard one of their songs. Oh man. But thank you for saying that because now this is incentive. My buddy Kenny and a couple of my friends are like, dude, you got to check these guys out. Well, now that we're better friends and I feel comfortable sending you tracks, I'll send you my favorite BTS track. It's a beautiful song. It's called paradise. Please do. Um, and one of the members of BTS, his name is Jimin. He is just an amazing singer dancer. Um, and I've like, I've wanted to send you stuff of his because he reminds me of you. Oh, and I'll take that as a compliment. K-pop's like on the rise. That's oh, the my biggest God. shit in the game yeah. right now. I went down to LA and went to a concert and saw them at wow. so at SoFi, and it was an amazing show. Um, and BTS is just, they're taking over the world. And yes, they are. Yeah. Can I say also this? Like, I don't think it's possible for me to fall. Like, I used to think like, all right, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, like these men are fucking sculpted mm-hmm. from God's marble. Like, amazing looking men these dudes are fucking gorgeous they're gorgeous they're gorgeous yes. like every time i see them i'm just like i could fall in love with you i could fall i'm in not love with no you. joke like i like I fall in love i'm a you. very straight man but i'm very open with my like mm-hmm. like how i feel like i can say if a man's beautiful like right. i don't have any reservations about that 
they are beautiful. And there's a couple, like a couple of the members, Jungkook, Jimin, uh, they're just, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. And they're, I, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. Like I feel I, weird like fawning over a man, but like it's, dude, I don't feel that weird, but I feel weird talking like so much about it and being I, so excited about it. Because I, I, share, <laughs> I share the same excitement, dude. They're gorgeous. Like it's one of those things. I, I think, I, I don't know if it was the Grammys. It was with Ryan Reynolds or somebody. But there was this thing where it's like if Ryan Reynolds won, he was going to make out with the guy next to him. <laughs> but he lost. But he still made out with the guy next to yeah. him anyway. So it's just like, man, people are beautiful. People I mean, are beautiful. That's just, I, uh, yeah. That's how I look at it. But you're mentioning love language. I think mine is just verbal affirmation. Mm, yeah. I, I love to... Okay, because I'm very self-aware. Mm. Like, I pay attention. Okay, so there's this idea... And again, you you know, please back it if you're out there researching this, that when you deal with narcissistic parents or parents that are a bit chaotic, right, mm. you tend to pay attention to their habits and the way they react so that the child knows how to act so they don't get the, the short end of the stick. Basically, they're paying attention to reactions. Right. Now, how that translate, how that translates to young kids who become adults is we become hyper aware of body language the way people react, the way they breathe, Mm. because our parents had these kind of tempered tensions, right? So I pay attention. So I can tell when somebody's uncomfortable. I can tell if somebody's feeling a little low, especially if you're a good friend of mine. It's almost like I can read it like, hey, you okay? And then they'll be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm just like, you're lying to me, but that's okay. So verbal affirmations for me, they kind of bring rest, especially to people who are just kind of uncertain of a situation. They're like, huh. do I want to go out? Do I want to do this? They go anyway, but you can sense like, but then like, you know, you're like, how you doing, man? I saw you do the thing with the thing. And yeah. then, you know, I enjoy giving people the reassurance of don't question. Uh-huh. You are doing the thing yeah. like, because there's always people that are like, I just don't know if I'm doing this right. Or right. I don't know if I'm maybe going out on like, like, no, you're doing the right thing. You're inspiring mm. more than you realize. Huh. So I love you. Thank you. And again, just like this podcast, Breaking Patterns, what we're aiming to do, this is that verbal affirmation to people who are afraid of saying, I can do this. Yes. You know? I, I love that. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I th- What you just said was my son, we, we, I would say like our household's a little chaotic. And my son, Link, he is I love his name. He is a sponge of emotion, but mm-hmm. he is so aware of how you feel. And and I'm like that makes so much sense because mm-hmm. he just like and he wants and when I give him verbal affirmation of like hey bud you're doing a good job, like I love you, like he he just brightens up. Like my daughter she likes that kind of stuff, but she is he's she's not nearly nearly needs as much like uh, verbal affirmation, but that that's interesting for you. For, yeah, because I'm super emotional, and yep. that can come through and at home and places like that. And like, but I will say, through all this that we've been doing through breaking patterns and not drinking, that's changed a lot in this last like couple months mm-hmm. for me. Like, and and I have seen my even my wife said the other day, like you've I can tell that that you've changed like on how quickly you get to like anger. Um, how quick, like anxiety wise, like I, I can feel the change happening inside of me of, I feel like I am really breaking that pattern of not drinking and how my, and how it has effectively, not effectively, how it has changed my emotions. Mm-hmm. How do you uh, feel with anxiety? Like, how's that sitting with you? Do you feel less anxious? Do you mm-hmm. feel more anxious? I know that sometimes 
depending on the amount you're using that can affect yeah. your, your anxiousness. So like some people will go, Oh, I can quit weed for two weeks and then they're, they're fine for two weeks. Yeah. But it's that third week. They're like, I'm starting to feel the push of that thing. <clears throat> yeah. I will say when I did this the first time back in October to December, it was really, really hard. The anxiety was there. Um, the coping of trying to cope with like my emotions was difficult. Uh, I constantly used alcohol as a way to suppress that, like to, at the end of the night, like instead of dealing with that and like wanting to face it, I would just have a couple of cocktails and I'd forget about it. Right. And, and through not drinking, like you have to deal, like you have to go head to head with your thoughts and emotions. There's nothing else to deal with it. Like you, you either have to talk to people about it or you have to, just deal with it yourself. Absolutely. And I don't have like a ton of like anxiety about anything. Like I feel like I've gotten to a really good space with myself as like a person and through my relationships that I have and my business. Like I've really created an environment for myself that has little, gives me a little, little anxiety because mm -hmm. I work with who I want to work with. I, I'm friends with who I want to be friends with. And you know, my family's my family, but mm -hmm. you know, I choose what I want to do. And that's, that's really helped my anxiety. Mm -hmm. When you're working at a place when you don't you don't want to be there, you're clocking in nine to five, and you're on your you have a bunch of anyways o obligations obligations. Like when you have work obligations and you're you have jobs to do, and and it's not on it's for someone else. Like that gives me a lot of that gave me a lot of anxiety. Right. And so when I switched and went to podcasting full time, and even left the podcasting company I was with before mm -hmm. Spokecast, like. Now I'm free of all that. I get to, I get to create all of my time, mm -hmm. and and it's that's what. And instead of having anxiety, I I look forward to every day. That's so. awesome. And you mentioned earlier, like when you did it the first time from October to December, mm. guys. This is this is the winter we're talking about. Like this is the hardest time of the year mm. for folks in the Pacific Northwest. So <clears throat> I think. If you take a look macro-wise at this location here in Spokane, there's a lot of breweries. There's mm. a lot of, you know, easy accessibility to alcohol. And it's easy to, you know, like, hey, the snow's kind of kicking my ass. Yeah. The holidays are on the way. I got to deal with my family. I got all this going on. So it's easy to kind of take that drink. So I totally hear that. Um, I had my first panic attack last last year not hmm. the year before and it was during it was on thanksgiving so oh, like in, 20, you know, in 2021 2020 2020 oh 2020 2020 mm. yeah mm. and i will never underestimate the power of what the seasonal depression can do yes and it mixed with homesickness too because i was gone for three four months and I, right. I wasn't fully acclimated to the fact that oh this isn't just like a visit i'm living here now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i left everything yeah and now I haven't been home in almost two years. Like I haven't seen anybody in my family for almost two years. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, when you, I've never experienced it. I've lived in Spokane for, for pretty much my whole life. I, mm -hmm. my family, I always moved around with my family. Like I've never as an adult moved away from my family. I, and I started dating my wife when I was 18. And so she's been my family since I was 18. I'm 38 now. So it's been 20 years of being together. So like I'm, I'm, I've always been attached to a, a family unit. Mm -hmm. What is it like to 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 just up and move and like lose that support system? Um, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, I mean, 
I mean, obviously, I think where it gets more difficult is you don't have the 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 people that I mean, you know, you've grown to love them because of time. Right. <clears throat> but even it was like the older I got, the more I realized how uncertain they were. Mm. And because of their uncertainty, I was mm. like, well, maybe I can find a rhythm on my own. Yeah. And so I, I told everybody around me, like, I was like, I love y'all. I love what everybody's doing, but I, I think I need to, you know, try something on my own. And mm. then making the move to to break the strongholds that are in my life, to to recognize them. You know, my birthday came up and I had a cousin of mine. Her name's Ashley. I love you, uh, Prima. I love you so much. She, um, she texted me and she goes, happy birthday. Mm. And I was like, thank you, cuz. And I was like, thank you for understanding why we had to get the fuck away from our family because mm. of how bad it was. Oh. Because... If you look at my family, I love them to pieces. Mm. But where 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 it gets weird is if you look at where they're at mentally and the things that they struggle with, alcoholism, mm. constantly they're getting somebody pregnant, drinking and driving, always on drugs, in the same old town, same old story, same old go back to working for dad's uh landscaping business. It's just, it's just there's no hope in the sense of like, is there more to this? It's always, well, mm. we've built something here already. Yeah. So just stick to it. I left. And then I remember it was the first, it was December before I made my flight back to Texas. I was in my room and my mattress was on the floor and I'm like smoking a blunt and I'm just listening to my demos, you know, just like, you know, I'm about to record Bad Bunny, which is one of my songs. Mm. And I'm just like, I had a sweet and I'm hitting the blunt. And then I remember I blowing the smoke out and then I like open my eyes and I look into my room and I turn around real fast and I look out the window and there's snow falling and I'm like, I'm not in Texas anymore. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like I'm not there anymore. Yeah. Like I didn't just say I did. Mm. I didn't just, oh, one day. No, I did. I left everything behind. Yeah. And it's terrifying because I'll have these thoughts, you know, like, do I do this? Do I do this? And say, like, who do I consult? Right. I don't talk to my mom and dad about anything because oh. they don't know. I'm doing something they're too afraid to do. I told my brother on a phone call. I called them and I was like, man, my, Michael, I admire you. I, and then my brother literally took the narrative I was shooting to him and he turned it around real quick. And he goes, John, if you think I'm brave and if you think I'm doing what I'm doing is amazing, you should just look at yourself for mm. once because you did something no one will ever do. You are like, fuck everybody that has held me down. And I'm going to leave to a place that I've never been to before wow. outside of the country. Like, I mean, outside of, yeah, the outside of the country of Texas um, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, to the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Trust people that you just met. Mm. I mean, you've known them for a couple of years, but you never met them. You've never been up there um, with the exception of a visit. And you're going to try and make this work. You followed your dreams. Less than 1% joined the military. Less than 1% followed their dreams. Wow. Less than that, follow their dreams. That's crazy. That's so, that's so true. So if you know we're looking at the grand picture, when somebody says I get it or yeah. I understand, to me, mm. you fucking don't. And and like that's the thing is I've had my nights. I remember it was last winter. I was hanging with <clears throat> Joey, Zach, and Chris, and we were having a couple of rainiers. And I barely got through mine, and it was freezing outside. Mm. And I was like, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on a walk. Cause dude, I went outside in just a light jacket and I went on a walk. I put on some J Cole and mm. I, that whole two mile walk, I cried my fucking eyes out because no one knew what I was going through. Mm. 
No one. Everybody's just smoking a blunt, passing it, because this is just what they do here. Yeah. Mm. But no one's understanding that I don't have my mom, my dad. I've never really had them like that. I've never had this backing of like, hey, here's that support. Here's that thing. I never had that. Mm. And so to be here and for somebody to look you in the eyes and talk like they know what you're going through, it blows my mind. I'm like, yeah, the only person who can remotely understand. And I, you know, I'm not trying to be this guy, but it's, it's, it's Jesus. It's like God. Mm. No one understood him. Right, yeah. He had 12 followers and they betrayed him. Yeah. No one understood him. Mm. And so, you know, I kind of go back to that. I'm like, you know what? I don't know what's next, but I have myself. Yeah. And I've got good company. Yeah. And I, I've got good men around yeah. me That's who are going to hold me accountable like sure. yourself, which is why we're here. Yeah. So being alone, it, which is false. I'm not alone. Right, no. But... To have this experience, it's something you don't get from a university. Yeah. It's something you don't get from a master class. But God damn it, it's every bit of grit and it's every bit of taking a chance on yourself. And this is my way of telling all of you, take a chance on yourself. You may not feel like you're the hero, but God damn it, you are the hero to somebody. Yeah. That's so, so that's so strong. Like and what I was gonna say, like I know like you did come here alone and not alone as like a person, but like yeah. the you get to build that entire your entire support system like you mm -hmm. get to do that yourself like you i mean you come here with no family and you come here to to be to be i don't, I don't know that 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 side of the story but like you came here and like you have to rebuild you have to do that yourself and you get to choose who you get to right. have, get you get to choose who your support system is mm -hmm. and that's such a that's one thing that always scared me about moving away from spokane it was like if I leave Spokane with probably my wife, I mean, I'll have my wife, but like, I won't have my family. And like, I think that always scared me and what stopped me probably from ever, you know, wanting to move from Spokane. And, you know, luckily, like f for me, like Spokane has, has been able to offer me, you know, the things I've wanted to do. Right. Uh, but yeah, I still have that. I still have that hometown mentality of like, you know, I'm, I'm from Spokane. It's my hometown. And like, I didn't leave. Mm -hmm. And and I think it is important for people to to experience that because I think you I I can't even speak to this, but I would imagine you just you have to figure out so much on your own. Yeah. And I've always had such a strong support system that I've I've been given a lot in my life, mm -hmm. and and I try to come from a place where like I'm grateful for that, but I often, very often, like realize like forget how easy I have it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And and this isn't to say that like, if you're from a, a small town mm. and you never leave, you're not wrong. Right. Like, no, yeah. yeah. And you know, cause that's another thing is like, <clears throat> I talk to people who just don't, they don't get it. They're just like, well, what are you after exactly? And it's like, I'm after the peace in knowing that I'm not going to repeat the same patterns that my family has done mm. for years. That's amazing. That's so, that, that is so fucking strong. Mm. That is exactly what we're doing here. <laughs> that's amazing. So like, that's why, that's why when this whole opportunity came up, you were like, so there's this podcast. I have this idea. I want to do this, this <laughs> thing called breaking patterns. Sign me up. Gosh, that, that Sign me up. to be completely honest. I, when I was asking you to do that, like I, it wasn't anything about that. It was just about like the drinking part of it. But yeah. it's when it is so much more like, I was talking to Abby about this last night about the show and like about 
um, some things that's happened in the last month, which we'll get into in a, in a second. But she's just like, we were like, it's about, it's not about just not drinking. It's about a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. It's about changing yourself as a person. So how did your January go? <sighs> From the start? Great. Yeah. Caught COVID. Uh, yeah. You know, we both would caught it. We both and, did, it yeah. and it sucked. Um, made it past it. But I came out of it very motivated, right? Mm. So I was like, I'm going to hit the gym mm. harder than I ever have, right? And let's start, like, pumping some iron. Because I still have this boyish look. Like, I still, everybody meets me is like, oh, you must be, like, 18, 20, 22. Right. And I'm just like, fuck, I'm 28. I'm like, let me, put some, <laughs> let me put some meat on my bones. Maybe it'll help, right? So I bought. Maybe. <laughs> I, <laughs> maybe. But I bought a supplement called creatine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, his bodybuilder. Yeah. I met him. I'm trying to remember his name. Uh, he had a really cool name. Dang, I'm forgetting it. But uh, anyway, I bought this creatine and I started taking it every day. But what I noticed is, is like I started taking this stuff. And for some reason, like my neck mm. was hurting like a motherfucker for like every day. Like, I don't know if it was the way I was sleeping or what. And I'm questioning, like, why am I in so much pain? And then um, I stopped taking the creatine and then it all went away. And I was like, well, no, I don't think I'm going to take creatine anymore. Just because I, I noticed some supplements have this thing for me, like emergency, like, mm. you know, the, the, yeah, the yeah. medicine. If I take it, my kidneys or my liver, mm. one of the two, Nah, it hurts yeah. too bad. Like, I can't Itch. sleep. My back kills me, and I'm like, nah, I ain't taking that stuff anymore. Yeah. So it's just like certain things. But I tried to get into weightlifting, and then because of my neck and all that stuff, I was just like, you know what? Let me just stop taking creatine. Let me take it light. So I've just been sticking to calisthenics. Mm. With my January towards the end, my birthday came. Uh, shout out to Alex. He he does uh, Bruce City Photography. This dude is incredible. Oh, those pictures are amazing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Those man. are so great. Thank you, man. He he gave me a photo shoot for my birthday because he's a big supporter. Now, this is what why I love the fact that I've taken chances on myself. I went to a place called Bad Seed right off Market mm-hmm. uh, near Hilliard. Yeah. An amazing place to eat. Local, uh, the cook from Lucky You Lounge opened that spot. So oh, please. it's a library. Yeah, 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 that, oh, yeah. That spot is. I haven't been there yet. I want to go there. Uh, it's so dude, it's so cool looking. That's where I, you know I got my photos, and this is where Alex and myself. I kind of because this has happened to me a couple times, but I was doing my photo shoot there. Shout out to Morgan. She was a bartender, and mm. she was like, "Yeah, go ahead and take photos." And so I'm taking photos, and I had two people approach me, and they're like, "Excuse me." And I'm just kind of like, you know, hi, how you doing? And they're like, are you John? Are you John M.F. Ward? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, we love your music. That's awesome. Like, and so Alex is taking pictures of me and he goes, that motherfucking feeling got to be motherfucking good. Dog. Like, I can't <laughs> believe it. And I was just kind of like, you know, yeah. That's Cause, so cool. Because you don't think about the ripple. You mm. just throw the rock in. Yeah. You just throw it in, in the ocean. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you look at the ripples. Sometimes there's just too much going on. There's too many ripples. But your ripple is being sent. So don't be afraid to throw your rock and, like, set your 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 pace and do what you do because it'll it'll come back and mm. it'll speak volumes for you. So that happened. And uh, <laughs> this is the biggest nugget I took from January. There's not enough time in the motherfucking day. Mm-mm. That's a great. That's a great uh, sentiment. <laughs> Dude, there is not enough time in the motherfucking day, because guys, I stay busy, as you know. Mm-hmm. I skate three times a week. I ballroom dance three times a week. Mm. I um, have a band. I make my R and B hip hop music. Yeah. I do this podcast. I work a job, and 
it's just like I want to get some writing done sometimes, and I'm like, oh fuck, I just don't have the time. Just don't have the time. So yeah. my January was really just a that was the lesson I got from it. Mm. If you really want to get some shit done, one, don't just force it. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself organized because you don't want to just you know shoot a rocket off when the rocket's not set. Yeah. Um. Get rest, recover, schedule, schedule, and stop. Huge. And stop forcing it. Mm-hmm. Like if you feel a natural inclination, go for it. Yeah. But if you're forcing something, conversation, relationships, people, and there's no boundaries, you know, then, you know, kind of take a step back and look at what's going on. Yeah. One thing I want to ask, and I think I, I, I talked a little bit about how not drinking has affected, you know, my January. How did not drinking, not smoking affect all of those things that you're doing? Like, did you find it happened positively or it happened positively. Yeah. Like one, my anxiety is almost completely gone away. Wow. I used to not feel very anxious until like a year or two ago. Oh no, now I'm 28. So three years ago, yeah. I started feeling anxious. Yeah. And then, um, I cut the alcohol and weed and then I filled my time with all the stuff. But then, like I said, I learned that there's not enough time during the day. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck man. When I was smoking weed and drinking, how the fuck did I get anything done? Right. No, for sure. How did I get anything mm-hmm. done? Like, and this is not to say there aren't productive stoners or productive alcoholics, but listen to me when I tell you right now, if you put that shit down for at least two weeks and then do your routine, I guarantee you, I guarantee fucking to you, you will cross every T, you will dot every I because you have more time. Yes. I don't think people realize how much those things take up your time. When you go to, when you go home and you have a drink, a couple of drinks, like you're taking literally probably the rest of your evening away from anything that could be done productively. Right. And, and even like in the after, like when, when you start like for people who like maybe on a Friday, like I'm going to go have an early happy hour, two o'clock, like start drinking at two o'clock and you keep that ball rolling. Like your entire, like, evening is basically gone and if you're trying to be a productive person that has a lot on their schedule you're basically giving up a ton of productivity oh and i'm not saying you always like i get people need downtime and time to like unwind and i think that's amazing like people need that yeah what i will say for me is it led me to have evenings of drinking falling asleep at nine o'clock because i'm drunk or i'm like i'm I'm just tired mm-hmm. and it just puts me to sleep. But now like instead of that, I I do have insomnia and I am sleep going to bed super late, but I'm getting so much more work done. Right. And like, I feel content, like fulfilled from it. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I hear and, and mind you, I'm I'm a single male yeah. who doesn't have children. But this is something I thought about too. When you met your wife mm. or your girlfriend or your husband or your boyfriend. You didn't just fall in love with them because of how they looked or how they treated you. Mm. I think it had a lot to do with the way they carried themselves. Like she was this, he was this, and he did this. Mm. <laughs> we both can share the frustration. And when you have fun every day, it's no longer fun. No. It's, it's not fun anymore, right? 80% work, 20% Hey, babe, I know that the last two weeks have been chaotic and I've been in and out of just getting this shit done. But 
thank you for being a rock mm. and a support in my life. Yeah. Through 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 my through my podcast, through my music, through this, through that, through this. It it's like falling in love all over again. Mm. Because I fell in love with you for what you wanted out of your life. I, I'm not the whole fucking apple. I'm not your whole life, but God damn it, I'm a piece of it. And if I can watch you do the thing that you love to do, and see, I'm getting emotional about it because I crave that in my life. Mm. But it's my selfishness sometimes that prevents it. Mm. But when you break these patterns, when you do that thing, it makes you fall in love with your partner mm. and it makes you fall in love with yourself all over again. It 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 totally does. It because you, you get to yeah, you get to have those emotions more. Then you're not suppressing them. Like it, right. you get to deal with them just like so much more. And you just, I, I feel like I've just experienced life so much more full without all these things. Um, because I was telling someone the other day, like, I'm someone asked me to go to their birthday, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to go to your birthday. Like, and they're like, but oh, like you're not drinking, like, and I was just like, yeah, I'm not drinking. But like, what I will say is like. I can go to your birthday and I've, I'm still the same Brennan. Like I yeah. haven't, I like I've gone to parties now and hung out and like, I don't like, I am still the same person that I would have been at that party. Except now I'm, I'm more present. Mm-hmm. I'm more mindful of the, the shit I'm saying there. I get to have the same amount of fun, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. Cause I'm not like getting tired. Right. <laughs> and uh, just really quickly. Yeah. You actually get to see if you want to be there. Exactly. Oh, so yes, <laughs> so much because there's been a there's been a couple of parties where I've got like a couple of get-togethers where I've gone to. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to be here anymore. Yeah, and then you just get up and leave. I have a buddy named Matt who who really he goes to my church. Uh, he's one of the most incredible men I've known. He's a military vet, and he's really good at this. Like, we'll be at his house and we're all hanging out having dinner, and it'll be six thirty, and he goes, "All right, y'all get the fuck out of my house." He doesn't say it like that, but he goes, "Y'all get out of my house." And, you know, we'll be having a good conversation. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, all right, y'all get out of my house. I'm trying to relax. Yeah. Like, or we'll be at a conversation talking and he'll just walk away. <laughs> you know, not while you're talking to him, but he'll be in it. And if he sees it's not for him, he just walks away. Yeah. Like we have gotten too comfortable with just pleasing everybody. Yeah. Look, if it's not benefiting you, go home. So I, I, yeah. I admire that um, because I had my first mocktail. Oh, um, at that photo shoot. Oh, okay. Was, more, I was like, I don't drink. Morgan was like, oh, here's just a little mocktail. And it looked really cool and pretty. But I, um, somebody had messaged me like, are you drinking? I was like, I don't fucking drink, dude. I don't <laughs> drink or smoke. So yeah. I, I share that there. That's, yeah. That's, how was it? I mean, I think we, no, we, <clears throat> and we didn't talk about this. What have you replaced like drinking with? Like, I've, are you drinking more of something? Like, are you like having more soda? Are you coffee? No. I think you're a coffee guy. I know I that. I do love coffee. But <laughs> I, in the evenings when I would normally smoke, you know what's really, really hitting? What's that? Tea. Oh, like a, like a Dude, sleepy time tea? Or like, like, a, like, so I have like three. I have like this, um, I have like this mint, it's like a spare mint uh green tea mm. like that's when i'm really just feeling like uh productive yeah i'll drink that because it's light and caffeine and then i'll you know have some of that tea and then i'll play my guitar or if i'm really just trying to mm. i'll drink like this uh honey chamomile tea mm. it's wonderful and then my friend melinda my dance partner she does a uh it's like a turmeric herb tea it's it's amazing but it's great for inflammation and it's great for like your your sinuses mm. and so it's really been tea 
tea has been like my bread and butter and then i'll have it with some macadamia milk mm. instead of just like whole milk yeah and i'll do some macadamia milk i do a spoonful of honey and i'll just set that down and then i'm like playing my guitar and i'm just sipping on this herbal tea mm. and it's just like it's so tasty yeah. like i'm just like i'm enjoying this and then like i don't look at my phone or nothing mm. and then you know i'll play for 30 minutes and i'll take a little break kind of look at my phone pop in my airpods put on the noise cancellation yeah and then i'm just like grooving for a second and i'm sipping tea i'm hearing music more in in intricately <laughs> than i have when i was stoned because mm. i used to think like oh let me really get a vibe let me hit this let me hit this weed You're right that's not always the case. Man. No, yeah. You, we, yes, it, you feel it, but when you're with a logical, pragmatic ear, you're like, mm, I can listen to the melodies. I can listen to the way they're playing certain things, where they put it. Like, I can really think deeper into it. So, my, I have mental clarity. So, tea mm. and, um, yeah, mainly tea. It, yeah. That, that's my thing. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, I've replaced it. I've been drinking a lot of Tabo Chico. Dude, um, me too. Me too. <laughs> like Tabo Chico really does like get that that effervescence of it. Like kind of gets has a a cocktailish feel to it. Like the viscosity of it too. Yep. Um. But I also just been making this. I basically just been making my cocktails without the alcohol. Like I yeah. do a diet coke with um a little bit of grapefruit juice and a little bit of like um a cherry like mio thing. And Ooh. it's just like packed with ice and it's just like a nice little taste it's, yeah it's, 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 it's a treat it's a treat it's like, uh, it's like dessert yeah exactly so i, I do that, that and uh, i've been drinking a lot more coffee i've been drinking a lot more energy drinks yeah because because i mean it's like this when you're not drinking and you're not smoking you know you're kind of so here's our body mm. when you're when you're drinking and smoking you're kind of outside of it in a way mm. and you're like looking down at stuff but then when you're sober and you have caffeine, you're really in it. Mm, yes. And it's like, and you take Adderall to help, yes, right? Yeah, I do. Um, so when you're in it and you're really focused, yeah. it's like this tunnel vision. It is. Oh and my God. It's the most tunnel vision. Like my Adderall, like what I take, like I take it in the morning mm. and it's a time lapse, <clears throat> but f from the hours of like nine to like one, mm -hmm. I will be like in the, the most like the, I'll be in such a zone. Like I will get off 40 emails. I will get, I'll text 20 different people. Like, and it's all just like stuff that I'm like, you know, either prepping for next week or people that I need to like connect with about podcasting. Like, but when I'm in that zone, like I'm just, I'm there. Then like, and that's why, you know, alcohol or like some drugs like not alcohol but that's why some drugs are good for you because it gets because like my levels are not right if i don't have my Adder adderall right right and so but i do get into that i what i call like a flow zone mm -hmm. where like i'm just like i'm so focused like if you get a text from me at like 10 o'clock in the morning it's because I'm, I'm in there i'm in there and i'm i am so i'm being super productive i'm packing almost eight hours of work into like four hours that's amazing yeah especially because like okay so i kind of tie this to like a story um you know you're wandering through the forest and you think you can play it by the stars mm. but you have a map but you're like no we can just do this by the stars and it's like well if you just follow the map we'll get there in two hours but we're playing <laughs> it by the stars you're gonna run in circles mm. you you got the map 
Adderall really helps, especially when yeah. you have direction. We talked about scheduling. We talked about having the, um, well, we didn't talk about this, but what's also important, and, you know, this is a small thing that your parents used to do, mm. laying out your clothes for the next day. Yes. Prepare yourself for success. Yes. Prepare yourself. Like, when people come into my room, they don't believe it's my room. They would think a military man lives there. Oh, really? My watches, my my everything is lined up because I have space now. Like mm. before, I was in this tiny little boxed room and everything was kind of stuffed in there. Yeah. Now my tools are all in place. Everything's just very straight, well kept. Coats in one area, t-shirts, long sleeves. All this is in you know one area. I prepare myself. Mm. Lotion, vitamins. Uh, what is it? My honey. I literally keep a thing of honey by my bed for, for like if I want a quick sugar kick or, oh, wow. if, or if I'm about to sing. Yeah, like it helps like it with your throat. It helps with my throat. Yeah. You know, I just keep everything in a very, and then I have one specific drawer where I keep like all my medicine, yeah. like my topicals, uh, all my weed, all that stuff. Because like that's the medicine of health. Like it's the box of health. Yeah. Like if somebody's like, hey man, I really need some weed. I'm literally sitting on like two ounces. It's not getting smoked. Right. <laughs> like it's literally sitting right. there. So sometimes if I roll in my bed weird, I'll get a whiff of it. And I'm just like, ah, I remember those days. <laughs> but like, I'm going to yeah. be honest with you. I'm just going to tell you straight up, bro. I think after this year, I'm probably not going to smoke again. Really? Because like, yeah, I mean, why why not? Because, all right, I'll put it <laughs> not, to you. Not why not, but like why? Like if I progress as much as I think I'm going to progress right. this year, why do it? I, I would agree with that. Like it's, I mean, I see it all. I mean, I see it in myself already with alcohol. Like I don't, I know I don't need it anymore, but right. I do see the, that there are times where I'm like, you know what? It would be nice to have a cocktail right now. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, you know, if, if, if my friend just celebrated a, you know, big moment, Mm-hmm. Now, my friends having big moments, if I have every, if it's every week, then I'm like, no. But, yeah. like, I really want to save it for, like, Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Me and my wife, me and my girlfriend are going to go out and we're yes. going to have a bottle of champagne and a couple cocktails, and then we're going to have the best sex of our <laughs> lives, right? That's going <laughs> to yes. be great, right? Yes. And so, and then, you know, you don't drink till, what's the next big holiday? Uh, uh, Easter. Easter. Yeah. Easter, you know, or, or St. Patrick's Day. Or, yeah, or St. Patrick's you know, Day. You know, you've got all these days where you can... Have a drink. Yes. But I go back to that 80%. Get up, get it done because you can't. And I I hate to tell you guys this because there's this idea that every day is fun. Guys, everything is equal in contrast. Right. <laughs> yes. Every, so true. Everything is equal in contrast. Uh. If somebody can love you hard and love you, love you, love you, just know they can fucking hate you mm. the same fucking way. And it's, it's weird but it's equal in life. Mm. You're going to have great days. You're going to have great days. And yeah. today's the third, right? Yep. Yesterday was 2-2-22. Two, two, right? It was, yeah. It was like, yeah. Real, a lot weird. of twos. But ask everybody that you know that day. You know, if you go through the week, say, how was your 2-2-22? Two, two, and they're not going to think about it, but they're going to be like, that was a pretty damn good day. Mm. I've noticed that everybody had a good day yesterday. Mm. Everybody yeah. had a good day. It was just a good day it yesterday. It was a good day, me. yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, it was Tuesday. Yeah, no, sorry. It was Wednesday, Wednesday, but it was a freaking good day. Oh, that would have been something if it was on a Tuesday. It was on a Tuesday. <laughs> <I> mean, uh, <laughs> so, you know, I just, everything's equal in contrast. You're going to have good days mm-hmm. and you're going to have bad days, but don't count out your bad days. You're going to have like a week of just straight bad days, mm. but just know that week of good days is right on the cusp. Right around the corner. It's right around the corner. So take, yeah. take those into consideration and remember that although I'm, lo- and you know, you can use the cheesy, 
when you're having a bad day, it's like an arrow being pulled back. But when you have a good day, that arrow shoots off and you're moving forward. So it's just kind of stuff to think about. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. I want to go back to something you said about Adderall and I want to explain myself real quick. Um, Because I feel like there's, there's stigma, like there's a lot of people stigmatize Adderall because it's a lot of people misuse it. Yeah, like, they do. They do. And like, yeah. I want everyone to know, like, I don't, I don't misuse it. It is, I go to, I talked with her. I talked with her. I don't see a therapist right now, but I see a psychiatrist. I, my therapist is what the one that helped me got, get to the point of getting to being on Adderall. And I will say this in the best way possible. Don't take this the wrong way. Adderall changed my life. It absolutely changed my life. Like I was suffering from what I thought was depression. Uh, I was hating my life. I was hating my job. I was just, I was a shell of who I am today. And I saw a therapist. We found out that I had ADD. And through that, I got the drugs I needed because I wasn't depressed. I was just anxious. I was just like, and I was just had too much going on in my brain. Mm -hmm. And once I started taking Adderall. I started seeing, I started seeing the changes immediately and I left my job that I was doing. I'd been at for five years. I started podcasting more and I got to the place I am today because in a big part because of my therapist and because I was able to discover that I was suffering from what some would call a mental illness. Right. And, and now I'm, and now I'm just like, that's helped me get to where I am. So like, I want to like, I don't want to talk, like say like, Oh, I'm on Adderall. Like it as like a, as a drug of choice. It is a drug of choice, but like, it really does help me. Yeah. 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 If I go days without it, if I go a day without it or two, like I become a person who sits on a couch and thinks about everything I need to do. See, it's kind of like, um, (laughs) it's like, I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. You're at a buffet. (laughs) And you can't choose. So you just take a little bit of everything and mm. it fucks your stomach up. Yes. And now you're just, ugh, I need a Topo Chico to level this out. Right. With Adderall, I can choose. And I'm using food metaphorically for the things that we choose to mm. um, pursue. Yeah. So I have some, I have said thing I need to do, but I'm overthinking it. Mm. See, I've known folks who take Adderall my whole life. I didn't know the power of Adderall until I took it myself for the first time. Mm. And it was insane. I spent three days awake because I didn't know what the fuck it was. Adderall is an incredible drug. Yeah. Alcohol, it can be an incredible drug. Weed can be an incredible drug. Everybody has, you know, uh, something they go to, but there are certain things that people actually need or they can't. So, you know, people are prescribed Vyvanse. People are described. um, That's why I take Vyvanse. The Vyvanse. Some people, some people are described, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Xanax. Xanax. Some people are prescribed certain things to level out their anxiety. Yeah. And so a lot of these things are unconscious and a lot of these things people suffer from. So, yeah. you know, I think that's important that if you were prescribed certain things, yeah, there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. People I, need it. Everybody's different. And so, you know, remember that. Yeah. That, I mean, I will say like that's, and it does get me, it does get me into that now that I haven't been drinking and I haven't been like having suffering from like hangovers or from, mm-hmm. and now when I take my Adderall in the morning, it, it affects my body even more potently because I don't have all that shit in me that was suppressing a lot. Like, cause mm-hmm. you wake up with a hangover, you feel like shit. You're like, you know, like 
it sucks. And so like you take your Adderall and it kind of perks you back up, right. but it just perks you back up to a level. And like now that I've taken the alcohol out and I'm just on the Adderall, or the Vyvanse. God mode. I'm just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All the um, time. That's how, no, I didn't get to, around to asking you, brother. Like, how, how did, what was the lesson you took from January? Like, how, how did yours end up going towards the end? Like, how, well, without saying that I've accomplished what I've set out to do for the year in a month. That's amazing. Would, would be, would be really, that's amazing. <laughs> that would be really like, uh, not big of me, but like really pompous of me to say, but I feel like I have, I feel like I've, I've broken the pattern of alcohol. Like, and I've, it's been about, I have stopped drinking consistently since September. Like there's been moments since September of 2021 where I like, I've stopped drinking in pockets and, but then January was a, a full month of like, not I me, mean, not drinking at all. And so I, I but I do want to talk, I want to admit something and I want to, I want to say it. Cause I, I said that I said that this is something we would talk about oh, if yeah, it, we ever got to the point where yeah. we something happened and we messed up. I didn't mess up. My friend came over for an evening. It was my it was a week after my birthday, and he brought me a bottle of of really nice bourbon. Ooh. Shout <laughs> out to the boys in Kentucky. They're shitting their pants right now. And I want to <laughs> say like I poured myself uh, basically what would be like a half a shot, and I sipped on it for forty five minutes with him. I don't feel like I drink. No, you're fine. <laughs> and like, but I do want to admit that because I, I have, I had, you know, like a, a half a shot of bourbon Yeah, and I didn't feel drunk. I didn't get that, you know, a buzz or anything like that, but like I enjoyed it. And I was just like, man, this is what I've wanted from drinking when I, when I started this is like, I want to be able to like have a, like a finger of, whiskey or bourbon and just sip on it and like because i don't like weed i hate like i i don't like the my problem with weed is like i'll smoke it i'll drink it or cannabis whatever and i don't know what i'm gonna expect yeah there's no like i could feel like <laughs> euphoria or i could feel like oh my god i'm stuck in a time loop yeah, yeah and like i'm always going i'm i've mentally hurt myself for the rest of my life and so like weed scares me because i can't you don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. And there's so many different strains. It's like, and so like, but I know when I have like when I get a nice buzz from alcohol, like it's a it's a nice. The dangerous part of that is when I get that nice buzz, I want to I want to keep that buzz rolling. <laughs> and yeah. so like I haven't done that in in January or any, at any time. But like I did have a you know a half a shot of whiskey and mm. sipped sipped it on with my buddy for an hour. We talked about high school and you know, life. And it was a nice, it was a nice moment. And, and that was like the whole idea of breaking patterns is like, and my wife was like, you can't, don't say you're just going to stop drinking. Stop doing that. Stop telling people you're not drinking because you don't want to do that. And I, I do want to do it, but I just want to change my habits. Like I just don't want to be like on it every day. I don't want to be on it every day. I don't want to do it even every week. Like Mm -hmm. I want to have like, like you said, I want that you know, I want Valentine's Day or a night out, like a night with my wife. I want to have a nice glass of of Merlot red wine, like right. And and when you do, and the cool thing is when you don't drink, like and I this is a bad experience back in December when I had my first drink after like two months was when you have that first drink, you feel it, Oof. like you feel it, like it was the like the like everything like yeah. that because you just aren't you you're like your body is like 
Oh, like, ooh, this is new. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so that's what I want from alcohol. I don't want to use it every day. Mm-hmm. I want to I wanna have it once in a while, and I right. don't even want to get drunk. I just want to feel that that buzz. Mm-hmm. And But when you try to catch that buzz every day, right. that's when it gets dangerous. And it gets boring. Yes, and like it gets it, super it, boring. And honestly, it gets boring. Like, there was a point, I think, when I, you know, I was smoking weed, and I had some good folks around me. Yeah at the hogan house shout out to everybody who's come from that house I, <laughs> like, i'm gonna just tell you right now they're all goats like they're all great men who who experienced a lot of life early mm. on and um we all were very constructive with each other mm. but when i first moved in we're smoking weed listening yeah. to music freestyling having a good old time but after about a month of doing it every day it loses its sentimental value mm-hmm. Who has a grandmother, a grandfather, a mother, a father who have a special treat or cookie or something they make every Christmas? Right. Or a certain dish. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Why do we love that dish so much? It's, yeah. It's the time of year. It's the time of year. And it's like, oh, mom, dad, grandma, grandpa are going to make that thing. Yeah. Or my aunt's going to bring that thing or uncle. Alcohol, weed, mm. sugar, uh, those things could be looked at in the same light. Absolutely. And we enjoy them much more when we have them like you did. Like you, what was your buddy's name? Mike. Mike. Mm. God bless Mike. <laughs> because you shared a very special moment. You talk about high school. Yeah. Well, we, we've yeah. been friends since like uh, seventh grade. So, so through, we've been reason. through it through thick and thin. And like, it's, and I was like, I, I was like, I told Abby, like I have a, Mike always brings me up a bottle of bourbon after my birthday. Like he always does that. And like, if he bring, if he brings me one the night, I'm just going to have one drink with him and that's it. And right. that's what I did. And it was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like this is, and I, but I felt, but that, then I felt that guilt. I felt that guilt. Like, Oh, I've told, I've told everyone on, on a podcast or, you know, and I've talked and I'm, this is the problem with Brennan is when I do something or when I, all out. when I like, when I make, um, say stuff on my Instagram or wherever I put it out in the public. I now feel like I have to live up to that. Right. And if I break that promise, then I feel like I let a ton of people down Mm -hmm. and, and it makes me shameful, makes me not shameful. makes me feel shamed. makes me feel, makes me feel shame. Mm -hmm. And it, and then it, I feel like, well, now that I've done it, like I might just go back. Right. to my old habits because right. I just fucked up. Right. And I think that's like, that's the addic- the addictive part of it is like, that's why so many people with addiction, when they, you know, fuck up that one time, they just get right back into their old habits. habits. And like, that's what I want to break. Mm-hmm. I want to break that piece of it. I don't want to like do that. Mm-hmm. So No, I, I hear that. And you know, again, I'm not trying to be that guy. And you said this, you got to have grace. Gotta have grace. And Absolutely. And Thank you. And there's nobody, you know, who has more grace than the guy that you talk to in your head. Mm. You know, like oh God, universe, God, whatever you want to call him. Whoever you want to call it. Yeah, for whatever sure. Whatever you want to call him. Yeah, I love that. He's got grace for you. Yeah. And you've got to have grace for yourself. There are people who are, <laughs> it's funny, not even just with alcohol, they're doing it with their parents. Mm. They let their parents down once. They go into a spiral. Like yeah. it's just like it's like inevitable. Yeah. So have grace for yourself. So far for myself, I have been strong. But I, it's funny. I have a buddy named Jacob. Mm. Shout out to Jacob, man. He's an amazing guy. He does skate with Jake with me. We mm. we have an educational skate uh, channel, 
And uh, skate with Jake on YouTube. Yes, it is. On, okay. It is on yeah. YouTube. And, um, he's doing this with me. Yeah. He's doing it with me. And now mind you, he is a uh, 20, uh, sorry, 38. And he has quit all of it, but he'd been smoking for 10 years and he never thought about stopping until he met me. Yeah. And he was like, why are you doing this? And I'm just like, I'm just trying to show people that you can get a lot more done yeah. and there's more to you than you perceive for yourself. And he was like, I want to do this year thing with you. But, you know, last night we were at church and he said, he's like, he got up and he went to the restroom and he came back and he goes, I don't know, man, like I've been smoking wax for 10 years, you know? So my body's just like still going through this like yearn and withdrawals, yeah. you know, these cannabinoids and all that. See, I don't know the science behind it. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said I did, especially if you've been smoking for 10 straight years and then you quit. But is he's been a month in, I'm proud of him. Um, but he... He's still going through it. Yeah. If you are experiencing addiction with pornography, with weed, alcohol, anything, yeah, there's going to be its woes. Like yeah. you're going to have these moments, but stay strong, have grace for yourself. And if you have a mistake, you wouldn't expect your wife or husband to ridicule you for one mistake you made back when you were 20. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. So, so think, and, and, and it's funny, like you wouldn't. You hear somebody talk shit about somebody you love. You come for the neck. Like, you don't fucking say that. Mm. But then you, the shit they're talking about your friend, you talk shit about yourself all the time. Yeah. Why are we cutting people's necks for the same stuff we do to ourselves? Yeah. Have some grace for yourself. You are a person and you are a being. And we're happy that you're here being with the people around you. I may not know you, but no, we love you. Mm. And that's what this is all about. Have grace. And I have grace. And for both of us, because I mean, obviously there have been times where I've been out at a show yeah, and I've been like, Hey man, let's get a drink. And I'm just like, I'm good. Yeah. And it's hard for me to say no. Like for instance, I was at my buddy Alex's photographer's party. Yeah. Everybody was drinking. Mm. Everybody had the Hennessy. Yeah. Everybody turning up in that <laughs> beach, man. And everybody, and guess what? When they all went for a cheers for a birthday, I had a bottle of water in my hands. Mm. Everybody had brown. Mm. I was clear. Yeah. And everybody and, and Alex was protecting me. He goes, Nobody offered John drinks. He don't drink. And he was drunk. He was just like, No, John don't drink, man. And he was he had me. So yeah. find friends that respect the decisions you make. And mm. they they're not trying to pressure you. Like, yeah. come on, man, don't be a bitch. Those are not the people you want to be around. That's not the people you want to be around. Yeah. You want men and women who are saying, I'm proud of you. I see what you're doing. Do what you do. Yeah. And keep keep doing it. So have grace. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's it's good. And and I think it is something that I will try throughout, you know, this this year like I do I don't want to make proclamations of like I'm not like I don't want like I didn't I I shouldn't have done that and I should have been forward about that when I started but it's about making that proclamation and and saying it to yourself that makes you feel like you can like it's about me like me running every day. When mm -hmm. I say I run every day, I've run every day. Like I've never skipped a day. I've never like I'm not lying to anyone where I've like missed a day. There are days where I ran a mile, and and those days don't feel that great to me. It feels like I didn't run, but I, I've still done it. Right. Um. And I think even if the streak is, even if it is like about streaking, like I feel like it might just be about n not drinking in excess. It just might be about that moderation, like, moderation, and being able to. To respect alcohol, mm -hmm. like I was like before, the, bef before all this, I I didn't respect it, and I didn't, you know, I didn't have it in its place. Like I had a bar on my in my house that had, you know, my 
had the vodka, had the whiskey, had it all there. That's all gone now. Like it's away from me. Like it's not, it's not saying come drink me. It's all gone now. And when I want to get it out, if I want to get it out, I know where it's at and I can, I can bring it out. But mm-hmm. right now it's just, I, I'm going to, I'm going to see how this, like I'm going to go through this year. And I think my, like we talking about this in the first episode, like what we're trying to accomplish in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. And my big goal is like, I'm going to, get myself to the level of being able to qualify for Boston again. And so like, that's, that's my major focus. And I want to make that the biggest piece of 2022 for me personally. Right. Um, so what do you got to look for? I mean, what are you looking forward to in February? Um, I want to, I want to shout out, you've got an event coming up. I do. And I want to talk about that just because I think it's amazing and <laughs> you should, we should talk about that. But, uh, what are you looking forward to in February in terms of, of what we're doing here in breaking patterns, what you're doing personally and yeah, let's talk about your event. Mm, so, um, this month the plan is to hone in on, uh, my, my stage presence. Mm. If you've seen me live, I've got one hell of one. Like my first show in Spokane was at the red room for the live from somewhere event. Okay great fucking show i mean it was great i'm trying to remember it was me zach mike um Mm. the groove black and i want to say there was another another band i think it was who was it oh man i feel bad for not remember who they who who it was oh wait it was um ah it'll come to me in a second um but um those guys we we had an amazing we had an amazing set Mm. and during my set the the audio went out oh gosh and so they put on an instrumental and i just freestyled it just to kind of give an idea i've been taking stage since i can remember and Mm. i've always had like one time i was at tsdc in trade school i was just walking down the hall with my iced coffee and then these dudes with cameras came up to me and they're like we have a student here and showtime like that was easy <laughs> for me they're like so how does it feel and i'm just like oh well you know being a student at tstc allows for a lot of fundamental building you know a lot of folks who don't and i just went on and then by the end of it they went away and then the lady who was interviewing me goes have you thought about doing what we do and i was just kind of like no it's not what i'm into but you have a great day and i just kind of walked away like i have a gift to talk to people yeah and you do <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what i you know wanted that's what i want to do mm. so i really want to get my stage presence a little better i yeah. want to interact better have my timing and all that done so february is going to take a lot of footwork mm. and um this is a great example this saturday hidden mother brewery um mm. they're, they're closing um they're closing their doors and saturday i think is the last big hurrah for them so saturday night if you are in spokane mm. come to hidden mother brewery a bunch of artists acoustic rock all of them are going to do a big hoo-ha for um yeah, for Hidden Mother yeah. uh, to celebrate Mike and his partner's business. Um, we love Hidden Mother here yeah, in Spokane, we and we wish them the absolute best. So please come out. As far as my show, I've got a very, very, very special set for February twentieth at the Magic Lantern. I will be alongside Snacks at Midnight, and um, you know they they're an incredible local band here. Um, what is it, what are they what's their genre they they do more like indie rock okay like they're more like rock yeah and um uh god they i just i just had the other band's name in my head because they're just they're so great um but i'll be there and i have a very special set it'll be an r&b start 
mm-hmm. and then I'm going to end it with my guitar. Nice. And it's going to be personal. It's mm. going to be very real. Um, my my music is very melancholy when I'm on the guitar. So, um, you know, bring a, a box of Kleenex because I I have some <laughs> I have some stuff that's going to pull your uh, pull your heartstrings. So. Is this like a sit down event? Yes, it is. Okay, like yeah. you sit down, watch, listen to some music, like. That's which is my favorite. This is the, how I prefer music to be heard. Oh, really? You don't like the you don't like the dance like dance floor. I mean, like there's I've never something been about into it. it. I've never been into like like don't get me wrong. I love a good show where people are standing up in front yeah. of you and they're like jumping around and stuff. But I enjoy being able to for you to hear what I'm saying. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you sense. go back and listen to my songs, like Make It Right, you listen to Can Always. If you listen to mm. Bad Bunny, Drugs, Drugs is more like dance. But if you listen to the words of these songs, I'm trying to say something. Yeah. Like I'm not just rapping or talking at you or singing at you. I'm really coming at you with a message. So yeah. this 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 set is going to be predicated to the people who want some some food for thought. I and like that's, it. That's, I I'm I want to say I'm going to be there. I'm going to try to be there. And I yeah. think uh, I haven't see, actually haven't seen you perform live in person. I've seen what you've done, mm-hmm. like. I've seen some videos, but like I haven't, haven't ever got to see you in person. So I definitely, I want to bring my wife and have her meet you and have a, uh, I'd love to meet her. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I, I we, we need to probably meet, before, you need to meet her before that. Oh yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I want to see you live. Like that's, I'm excited to see that. And the live for summer guys are just killing it. Mm-hmm. Like, and what they're, <sighs> they're, I got, I got to interview them on my old, one of my old podcasts and, and they're just what, it's so cool to like, I think I did that podcast over about a year and a half, a little over a year ago. And the fact that they're just doing what they wanted to do and bringing live music um, back and the videos that they've been doing, like it's just what they do is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Oh, the band. Uh-oh and the OLs. Uh-oh, uh-oh and the OLs, yep. Yep, I love those guys. Mm-hmm. They're incredible. They yeah. did an amazing set. I love the energy they have. They're just, they're nuts. So that yep. was the band that was on that lineup with me. So me, uh-oh and the OLs, Zach and Mike, and the group Black. Oh, at the at the Red Room. Yeah, at the Red Room. So nice. shout out to those guys. But this this February 20th, um, live, it's Live From Somewhere presents yeah. this event at the Magic Lantern. If you can come out. Dude, this is just really big for Spokane. These guys have put every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears into the visuals, the audio, um, and w- what's even better is they're everyday people like us. Yeah, so, they are. Uh, you know. I do know that if you buy tickets to the show, you get a you get another ticket to go to, to a movie to a movie at the Magic Lantern. Mm-hmm. Do you know where you can buy the tickets at? Uh, a website. It's a web. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Can we just say it because I don't I don't really remember it. Because I was like, I was, when I was, I saw it yesterday. I saw that. I was like, oh, I should just buy the ticket now. Magiclanternmain.com. Okay, perfect. Magiclanternmain.com. Awesome. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, man. So there's a lot of stuff rolling up. Um, Everybody who is tuning in, you know, we love you. And I just think this is just an incredible moment for us both. Like, I I can't begin to tell you how much this podcast means to me, which is why, like, if there's ever any, you can talk to me, man. Like, there's no big deal. So I love you, man. I love you too. I, this is, it, I, I've, I look forward to having these conversations. It's been a bright spot. I mean, I've had a lot of bright spots this last month, but like, this is a bright spot and podcasting is what I've always wanted to do. Like even just like being behind the mic and being able to do this as much as I've been doing it and having this, the breaking patterns be a part of Spocast is, is super cool. Cause like I, people came, have told me like, I listened to your first podcast and 
I'm going through that. And it means a lot to hear someone else talk about it Mm -hmm. Um, because the purpose of this podcast, and we've talked about this a lot is, is all about showing that every, like a lot of people are going through what we go through. Like we want in trying to like shake something and we're trying to show you through an, through this year of like what that looks like for someone. Mm -hmm. So whether you're with us, and you want to do something like I say this every time do it a, a day at a time like it's if right. you stop drinking if you want to stop drinking start today and maybe it lasts through tomorrow maybe it yeah. lasts through the week maybe it lasts through the month or maybe it's just you want to go a week without it like mm-hmm. try it like it's I will say like it has changed my life to to finally to get through that of constantly drinking yeah so and it's 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 this weird thing and you, you mentioned somebody approaching you i had somebody approach me too um they were like that breaking patterns podcast man i loved every second of it mm. you guys are very real and unfiltered and y'all talk about stuff i'm afraid to and i instantly kind of like i got a second and i thought about it because it was like in a voice message he sent me mm. and i was just kind of like man whatever the universe or god's up to I, all i can all i can say is thank thank him or her or whatever for being a foil for Brandon and I to be able to just speak our minds because at the end of the day, we're very human men who are emotional. We wear our emotions on our sleeves. We're very emotional men and we're both runners and we both, (laughs) we both have seen the depths of where our minds can go. And so to share that with you guys, it's, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. And I will say we aren't, experts at no, all no we're like, not that's so like, important yeah, yeah. so it's so important that we're not experts and that we're not uh that this is just our experience and what we're going through and like just talking about it and and, and hoping that that will get through to someone else mm-hmm. i will say when it does come to experts we are gonna have uh my coach on on our next episode and he's gonna talk about tools we can use to help us break patterns even more that's carlos jones he uh has North Star leadership. He's I've been working with him for over five years as my um, life and business coach, and he is a reason. One of the other reasons why I'm here today, having my own company, is because he told me I could do it, and he helped me break a lot of other patterns before I got to where I'm at today. So I'm he's excited to come on, Carlos, and, right? Carlos, yeah, and uh, yeah, um, that's who will be next, and. Thank you guys so much for being here and being with us. What are you grateful for today? Oh man, you got to me before I could get to you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, again, if you if you haven't heard the first podcast, this is an exercise I do every day with everybody around me. Three things to be grateful for. Um, let's see. One for this day. You know, it's been a long week. Mm. Um, you, you really tap into your body more with sobriety. Like, like, you know, and I, again, I use that word lightly. You just, you're not drinking, you're not smoking, you're not doing cigarettes or whatever. You tap into your body for real. Like you're like, why am I craving this? Mm. Like, what am I doing? What am I gaining from this? Yeah. You know? And so you're feeling the emotions. So I'm, I'm just grateful for today mm. because today we have our podcast and then I'm meeting with a buddy to do some music and then I'm going ballroom dancing. And then after that, I'm jamming with my band and mm. it's just gonna, I've been looking forward to this day. It's nice. going to be, it's, it's just going to be a wonderful day. Awesome. Um, I'm grateful for the day. Two, I'm grateful for you, my man. Thank you for being the stand-up guy you are, giving people a platform to 
educate, share their personal lives, their uh, their talents, their drives, their downfalls, all those things. Mm. Like people, again, it's so easy to get caught up in your head and say, well, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. Trust me, you do a lot more for people than you realize just because they don't like your status, mm. just because they don't, People people get self conscious. Yeah, they do. And you standing up and and taking a stand in your life that that means a lot. So thank you for giving people a platform. Thank you and your wife for, you know, being an example. You know, of family folks. You mm. got great great values, man. At least from what I see. And and I'm excited to meet her and your little ones. <laughs> I just it's beautiful. So thank you for being the person you are, man. I love you. Thank you. Um, three. I'm grateful for these donuts, man. Shout who who who's who's donuts? Oh, uh, so these are donuts are from uh, Donut Parade. Um, good friend of mine, uh, Nathan. What's his last name? Anyway, Nathan. He owns Donut Parade. I do a podcast with him um, and Chris Bovey, who's a local artist, and we actually talk about um, the podcast is called Broken. It's about these guys who are in the church, and they talk about how kind of shitty the church is and yeah. like what we can do to change the church. And like, right. and I kind of sit in on that with them to talk about being agnostic and what my experiences from coming from like a church, but yeah, that podcast, but I go to, broken. it's called broken. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't, we were relaunching in February this month. Um, but I've been going to donut parade for, I mean, since I moved in my new house and they have the, some of the best donuts in Spokane. They're they so they're so good. Donut Parade has been a staple in Spokane for for years. They shut down for like um, a year, and then uh, Nathan opened it back up, and and they're just making delicious donuts. That's so, a good donut. Yeah. What's the last thing? I said the donuts. Oh, the, the donuts. The donuts are the last thing. Give me three. Perfect. My three things. Um, I gotta say, I gotta shout out to my. I'm grateful for my wife. My wife is, like you said, she's she's my rock. She is the reason why I can do everything that I'm doing here at Spocast. Uh, she supported me all through 2021 when times got really hard and I wasn't making money. And, and she saw the vision and believed in me. And had she not believed in me, I, I don't know, I probably would have maybe gone back to an old marketing job or got something... Something, done something I didn't want to do. So I, 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 I'm so grateful for her and her love and, and her grace to me. <laughs> um, I'm really grateful for my partners who have helped also helped me with Spocast to, to, to do what I'm doing. Uh, Luke Baumgarten um, and Joel Williamson, they brought me into their company, um, Spoken Workers Co-op to, you know, help me make this dream come true. I would not be in this space. I wouldn't be moving into a new space soon uh, without them. And they have been just amazing supporters of of this this idea. Uh, and lastly, I'll, I'll be say I'm grateful for you. I'm I almost called you Joel because I was thinking of Joel, John. I I I love this like relationship that we've started like i don't think i would have ever thought we would have got here uh i it's helped me change my perspective of what friendships are like and expectations and i think and i i love how we started with like just being super open and being really like about it like about everything that we're doing because i've never really had a friendship like that like we're i'm so open 
so quickly and you're really changing my perspective of like what friendships can be. And I, and I think it's beautiful and I, I, I'm excited to see where this podcast goes throughout this year and beyond that. And I'm so excited to watch you grow as an artist and as a human. And I think there's just so much we can offer each other that like, it's such an amazing, it's so cool to like be hanging out with you every other week and, and hopefully more than that. So oh, yeah. I think it's, I love it. So <laughs> no, no, man, thank you. That, that means, that means a lot to me. I think in uh, the social world, the social media world, like, <laughs> it's very service level and there's a lot of judgment. And yeah. to, to, you know, I was talking to my friend Karis about this a couple weeks ago. I don't want to play any games anymore with people. Yeah. I just want to, there's I, no I, point. I, yeah. I, there's no, I just want to love. And, yeah. And the best way I can give love is to just be as honest as possible. And I don't want to hide anything from you or our listeners. You guys are my family. And if you're going through it, I'm going through it too. Yeah. Don't ever think for a second that like I'm the only one who feels this way. Right. You're not. You're man. not. <laughs> you don't think. I, I think that has a lot to do with age too. Like people are always like, oh, I'm getting older. You can see it in my face. It has a lot to do with just time. You know. Yeah. As you get older. There's, there's that. So, yeah. Thank you, man. Uh, honesty is the best policy. So, we're going to go that way. Awesome. I love it. Well, this has been another episode of Spokast Breaking Patterns. Yeah. Peace. Peace. Peace.